0: Welcome back to another episode of It's a Wonderful Podcast. I think we're on double seven this week. I think we're on episode 77, Um, which is a great number for multiple reasons. Not as cool as 88, though. I can't wait for episode 88. Who the hell knows what that will be on, but we are carrying on our spooky season on the main show this week. Nolan is back. For his second episode of his return, hello, how are you doing?
1: Fun fact: uh, this movie is actually eighty-eight minutes long.
0: I mean, that is <laughs> exactly that. That, that is um, that is strange and uncanny trivia. That is frightening trivia, but I like it. Made all the more frightening being that uh, the uh, as announced on on Wednesdays. Uh, This past Wednesday's episode of Morgan Hasn't Seen, our next uh, series on that show is going to be on Final Destination, where uh, it's pretty much all about premonitions and... Have
1: you never seen uh, Final Destination?
0: No, that is the point of the show, Nolan. This is is why I... I tell anybody who ever comments on any sort of post about Morgan Hasn't Seen what, you haven't seen that movie? No, it is in the name of the show. Now I have seen it, that is the point.
1: I feel like you'll like the first one but you'll hate the rest.
0: I mean that's that was also kind of Janine's uh yeah Janine's thought on 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 that. Although I, I believe the third one is directed by the same guys the first one so that might be a bit better who knows what who knows what's happening but I do know what is happening today.
1: Yeah, and I knew you were gonna oh. like this as soon as I suggested it. I've been wanting to cover I, it for ages.
0: Of 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 course. I mean, it is spooky season, like I said, and it's only right to go all out on Vincent Price. Yay! I'm really in a I'm really in the mood now. Oh, I can see I'm by what so in the mood now. I'm look. I'm I'm in comfy clothes. There's no uh, there's no shame in that, and um yeah. So Nolan, this was, of course, your pick this week. What, Vincent Price, horror movie, for Spooky Season? Are we talking about this week?
1: Uh, we are talking about House of Wax, which yeah. is, I believe, was the debut of Vincent Price in a horror movie.
0: I mean, yes, you cut, you can, yeah, you can say that. It's all, it's, it's, it's regarded as such. Um, certainly in a uh, big, big uh, horror movie like House of Wax was, House of Wax 1953, of it course. Um, I said Vincent Price plays the owner of a wax museum who, uh, there's a, there's an accident at the wax museum which opens the movie and it's absolutely, it's one of the best openings. I feel like Price movies always have great openings. Um I say Price movies being Price horror movies. Um I have of course I have watched a few non-horror Price movies and such such as Laura for instance which we covered on on this show not too long ago. Um it's weird to see him in a regular uh, role. When you're so used to watching him in horror movies, but yes, they always have good openings. House of Wax's opening with the, uh, the sort of uh, the disaster, I'm gonna call it in the wax museum, is pretty special.
1: It is. Um, I, when you mentioned Vincent Price openings, um, my mind just went to House on Haunted Hill with the screaming skull.
0: Well, exactly. House on Haunted Hill has a great opening because it's just the. Um, well, actually, I'll save that discussion for a later date. <laughs> hint, hint, spooky season.
1: Yes. But, spooky uh, th- season's this, very fun. We, we should probably get this out of the way. This house in the movie is not made of wax for anybody who might be that is true. watching it thinking that.
0: Yeah, that is true. There's no actual wax houses. It, it's not like a beehive, which is made out of bees, wax, or something, or whatever. A beehive's actually made out of... I was trying to make a joke, and it didn't work as usual.
1: But uh, this would probably be one of my favorite remakes, which not a lot of people would realize. Because this is a remake of 1933's Mystery in the Wax Museum. And it also had a remake in 2005 starring Paris Hilton that we won't mention.
0: Yeah, that is true. I mean, you say we won't mention it, you just have, so... Yeah, I'm mentioning it just just for
1: now because people expect me to mention that.
0: just kind of contradicted yourself, right? The hypocrisy is rampant
1: and uh, vincent price in this movie uh he has the most uh jock sounding name henry jared
0: well yes
1: it sounds like a guy on a football team
0: i i've never thought of that before um that's a strange thing uh, I mean, it's not. A, I say it's a strange thing to think. It's not a strange thing to think because no thought is a strange thought because everybody has their own thoughts. Um, Henry Jarrod. I mean, it's spelt like double R-O-D, I think. It's not like Jarrod-like Leto. No, well, um, let's
1: keep him far, far away from
0: this <laughs> <question>. <laughs> um, Well, yeah, Henry Jarrod. Professor Henry Jarrod. I mean, I think the professor really sort of takes away the jock angle of the whole name the fact that he is a a professor in the movie yes um, but you know but what i w-
1: feel this took the most inspiration from besides just mystery in the wax museum it reminds me a lot of phantom of the opera
0: yeah yeah, yeah. that's a good, yeah that's a good shout cuz yeah i'd like to i'd like to hear your elaboration
1: well, both of them are kind of set in one specific location. It relies on a lot more of the atmospheric, gothy horror as opposed to jump scares. It has a few good thrills, and then, of course, a very good unmasking scene. I would argue oh, that this unmasking is. scene is more horrifying than the one in Phantom of the Opera.
0: Ooh, ooh, a bold, a bold statement. An uncomfortably bold statement has just been made. You're say- You're saying that... House of Wax's unmasking is more horrifying than uh, it might have Lon Chaney's.
1: Them. Yeah, I find it more horrifying. Lon Chaney's Ooh. is great, but this one, like, Ooh. it got under my skin, which probably a poor choice of words to use considering the scene. <laughs> but, <so. sighs>
0: well, look, I mean, it's a, it's a, it's, it is a great unmasking um, because he is, he's, a, he's, a, he's a wax face, so you just sort of chip away. And it's 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 fun in that way. I don't think it's quite got the shock and cultural impact of a. Uh, that I mean, you know me. That's what I always love going to is, is sort of cultural impact and to use a word I don't like to use a lot, but iconic status of uh, certain scenes and such. Uh, that's why I go with I go with phantoms. Lon Chaney just. Scream! I mean, if this was a video show, you could see me do the whole sort of face that Lon Chaney does. I'm gonna do it now, just for your pleasure, which is that one.
1: Oh, there, there it is.
0: Yeah, see, I've just done it for Nolan, but nobody could see that. Just we all, we all know, we all know what I what face I've just pulled. So please imagine my face doing that. Um, but no, I I love that, I and mean, of course we dis we. Uh, We covered Phantom of the Opera 1925, I say 1925, Christ knows when it was actually made with that movie's production, Um, but we did cover it on this show, not too long ago as well. Uh, So go and listen to that, there's plenty to listen to, I think there's 76 more episodes of this show to listen to, many of them of course with Nolan uh, here today.
1: Can we agree that Matthew Burke fucking sucks? (laughs)
0: yes yes we can can we also agree that potentially uh, top three Vincent Price facial hair in movies
1: I mean does it count because it's kind of a fake moustache
0: no 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 Uh, at the start though he still has his moustache and his beard at the start he's got the exact same face true i guess and and we have to take into account that vincent price himself grew that facial hair which is where i'm coming from i don't think
1: i've ever seen vincent price without facial hair to be honest
0: in house of usher he does not have any facial hair
1: i'm sure didn't he have facial hair in that
0: no he was blonde he was bleach blonde hair And had a a clean-shaven face.
1: Because I said he looked like Grindelwald, of course.
0: He does look like Grindelwald in that movie. That is true. Um, But yeah, I'm I'm going I'm going as far as to say top three, price facial hair along with, um, along with Haunted Palace, which he's got like a really full beard in, and I just can't I just love Haunted Palace so much that I have to, give it a shout. Every single time. And just your typical, regular old moustache of House on Haunted Hill. It's just a clean, sharp moustache. That's the definitive Vincent Price look. But I love Price's, I love all of Price's facial hair. Witchfinder General, a infamous movie in your movie-watching career. But Witchfinder General, the man has exceptional facial hair in.
1: You know, I'd just forgotten about that movie until you brought it up again.
0: How could you? How could you ever forget about Witchfinder General? An um, excellent movie.
1: I was training myself to forget it.
0: A grisly and nasty folk it horror a, movie.
1: It, it's a repressed memory now.
0: <laughs> I'm glad. I'm glad though that House of Wax is not a repressed memory, and hopefully you have no plans to make it such.
1: No, House of Wax feels like... I mean, I might be blowing up my own fucking smoke a bit here, but if I was tasked (laughs) with writing a horror movie, this is the kind of style I would go for.
0: Why is that?
1: I really like the mixing of gothic horror and mystery and character-driven and having a villain with interesting layers. Fuck me, my word choices are great today.
0: Well, look, your word choices with layers and, yeah, I mean, you put in all the sort of subtle... I think your brain is just telling you, make... Make mask puns. Make wax figure puns. That's subtle. <laughs> like your brain's just telling you to do that, and you you're doing it without even realising it. It's very good.
1: I know. Hun. I mean, I find wax figures creepy anyway.
0: I adore wax figures. Um, there is. I, I I hope it's still there. There at least was when I visited the place in. Uh, oh God, was it that long ago? Six years ago. Wow. Uh, six years ago, when I visited Madame Tussauds in London, there was a, uh, a sort of, n- you know, you go through a Madame Tussauds and you get the regular celebrities, celebrity people, famous people in history, you know, you walk around, you get some sort of themed s- silliness with, I don't know, Shrek or whoever it was, probably was Sh- Shrek. Um, But then you go go down and there's this sort of weird thing underneath. I don't know if it's still there because I haven't been in, like I said, six years. You go down some steps and it was like... Not like a chamber of horrors like, you know, this movie or various other spooky wax museum movies would have. But it was like... There was wax figures there of like... People like Vlad the Impaler. And people like... And serial killers. And...
1: I mean, John Wilkes booth just was in the beginning of this. <laughs>
0: yeah, that's true. Um, but just like a load of evil people, basically, just full of and and there was full, uh, it was full of like torture equipment and stuff like that. It was a really good sort of little themed area of just grimness and nastiness in this wax in a madman to So You were right at home then. I, I exactly. Exactly. There was there it wasn't like. There was like a wax figure of Dracula or a wax figure of the Mummy or something like that. It was like legit serial killers. Um, there was actually a funnily, funnily enough, there was actually a wax figure of Jack the Ripper, but he just had he's like he just didn't have a face. It's quite funny.
1: If you could get me a wax figure of Zach Efron's portrayal of Ted Bundy, um, I mean that'd be a good birthday present. Yeah,
0: I don't think Ted Bundy was in there. I think it was more mainly focused on British serial killers. Um, and but I, I mean, a wax... I
1: just want a wag Zac Efron,
0: not necessarily a wax Ted Bundy.
1: No, just Zac Efron.
0: No, I think a wax Ted Bundy would be a bit too intense.
1: Yeah, I mean, there's not even much space to put it in my room. To be
0: honest, <laughs> life size, life size Efron.
1: No, no, I just Look. put life size Efron in my bed with me. Exactly,
0: you'd find exactly you'd find the space. You'd find the space right smack bang next to you. And I'm sure you would enjoy that uh, very much.
1: I do. I love these kind of stories that have a lot of like storytelling layers to them. Like you have a really creepy villain, an interesting setting, a cool little tone. And it has like these moments that you always remember. I mean, obviously the unmasking scene, but also stuff Mm -hmm. like discovering the bodies and the guy and... Henry Jarrett saying, oh, I got it from photos. No, you did not. No no artist look, is that good.
0: No, I mean, look, we, I know we haven't really uh, gone into the, the plot at all, but it's not overly it's difficult not very complicated to sort of plot. figure out. A, a wax museum sets on fire in the beginning. It, it, there's a big disaster. It uh, supposedly kills the owner, who is Vincent Price, um, and, of course... Price comes back, uh, covers himself in in a, a wax f- uh, face. Uh, he's he's all burnt and nasty on the on the in his real face, which is where the no one's unmasking comes from that he's been talking about. And he goes about killing the people that uh, yeah left him there. It's not difficult. It's one of those simple things, but it's that's a cool the way it little goes.
1: character study though of the uh, the tortured artist.
0: Yeah, exactly, and in a way, like you said, it can be linked in that way to Phantom of the Opera.
1: Yeah, exactly. That's I mean, although yeah, I love Phantom of the Opera, I love this. I if you made movies fa- like this every year, I'd be happy.
0: Look, the Phantom, the Phantom. He's more sort of in love with the opera itself rather than he was actually ever some sort of opera singer. But it's the same idea of of tortured, misunderstood uh you could even i mean you could even go as far as frankenstein's monster if you're talking about misunderstood uh and dr things, frankenstein but,
1: himself misunderstood scientist
0: and dr frankenstein himself um absolutely uh, you know what all these things. guys have
1: in common uh
0: great performances
1: great performances and they all live in a society
0: they all lived in a society most yeah. people do
1: and society just threw them away and then they became the Joker or the bad guy
0: have you been watching Joker too much? I've seen it once but it's just been on my
1: mind because of how much Twitter's talking about it
0: I mean, to be fair the the internet has not stopped talking about Joker for seemingly months Um, it's as though nothing else has happened and other things have certainly happened Yes. Like what happens in here and another reason I
1: fucking hate Burke. (laughs) I hate I hate business partners who are only in it for the money. Like you should want to be a business partner because you are passionate about the thing. Like could you imagine if I just stormed down to your place in Manchester and I burned this entire podcast looking for some form of insurance Patreon money (laughs) that doesn't exist? You would fucking hate me, and rightly so, and that's why I hate Yes,
0: me. I would, yes, exactly, I would come back as a, uh, with a, with a wax mask on, and I would skulk around the place and act all shady in the shadows, and I love it, I love how in this movie, it's some of my favourite parts of this movie are when he's just there, just in the shadows, just sort of, with his big cape on and his hat, and he's just shuffling around the shadows, creeping up on, creeping around, uh he's like a creepy Zorro. Buildings. He he does look like a creepy Zorro. That's exactly what he looks like. And it's I love I love stuff like that. Even though House of Wax isn't necessarily my personal favourite. It's it I wouldn't even say it's it's in the favourites of, of price horror movies for me. It's still a great movie. Um it just for me you can tell me who is so familiar with his work and you know, having watched a lot of it, so you can see his career trajectory. You said before, rightly so, that this is his first big horror movie. That he really starred in 1953. This now, is Vincent
1: this, Price flexing his wings, essentially.
0: It is. This is Vincent Price not having become Vincent Price yet. This is Vincent Price still the great actor. The great character actor finding his role in in culture this is what this is this this is not him perfect yet this is like a comedian who is in his younger years who becomes richard pryor you know or george carlin or whoever it may be are you just saying comedian Uh, names now yeah but that is, it's the same sort of thing for me, this is what i that's what I see when I watch House of Wax. I see Price learning how to be a horror icon, I and it works that. it, it works totally in work. plenty of the movie. um but it hasn't he hasn't got he hasn't quite mastered the ability to have fun with every single bit of horror there is in the movie quite yet and he does that a such a short time later within a few years um and like i said there's plenty to love about house of wax i i i do love house of wax just so happens it's not my favorite because i absolutely adore vincent price movies and there are just you know maybe five that i prefer to uh to this one but do not let that put you off seeing a good one to this have. movie. Absolutely, it is. If only for the fact that it is his first. It's his first big horror movie, and that is that is very. Uh, it's it's for that reason alone. It's a it's a a big uh, a big movie in the history of horror. Um, yeah, it, it has to be said.
1: It's a, I. It's a shame that we couldn't watch this in three D because I'm very curious what the three D in this would look like.
0: I, I, I love early fifties three D nonsense. You know, I love the, watching these the blue movies. And red glasses. Well, yeah, but I mean, it's just because yeah. To clarify what Nolan's saying, The House of Wax was 1953 in the early fifties. There was a big boom in 3d movies um you think maybe that was more recently maybe sort of 10 12 years ago when 3d uh sort of when most people would think sort of 3d came into effect but no it was happening all the way back in the 50s it went really really out of fashion um once sort of new hollywood took over in the 70s no, people and late it 60s every single time yeah, and it you know it came back with predominantly or most notably Avatar, like what eleven years ago now, yeah, um, which looked great in three D, but then after that, you know, and you know Everything it became worse became and worse and worse, and worse and worse and worse, and now nobody likes three D.
1: I never liked three yeah. D to begin with.
0: Look, I did see Avatar. I do remember seeing Avatar in three D, and it was excellent in three D. Um, I don't think I've really ever seen anything else in three D. And if I has if I have, it was very forgettable. And no, I don't I don't particularly care for three D either, but having said that, I would love to go and watch these early fifties three D movies. Because of course Creature from the Black Lagoon as well was a three D movie. I would like was to watch some of the like three one
1: off thing. I hope three D doesn't come back, especially for horror. Because with the kind oh of, God, of horror no, getting no, no, made no. now, it just... It would not
0: no. work. No, no, no. Look, horror... Horror has changed over the... It's why it's the most fascinating genre, and it's why it has the best fan base of all. Um, horror has changed so much in its history, and it's... You can tell. You can analyze the changes. You can present them as a timeline. You can... It's so it's not simple to do, but it's such an interesting genre to really delve in because of how it changes with the times more so than any other genre um which is why you say, yeah, to put them in today's horror movies doesn't happen because today's great horror movies are stuff like midsummer and uh you know, hereditary and uh the witch and
1: Robert Eggers and Ari are the future of horrors in your hands. Last... Robert Egg
0: Robert Eggers, Ari Aster bit of James still throw a bit of James Wan in there. Uh who else have we got? Who's the other guy? Oh god, I've forgotten everybody's name. Um, it's late. Forgive me. I've forgotten everybody's name. But still, uh, speaking of which, I cannot wait for the lighthouse. I haven't even seen a trailer for the damn thing, but I, I just know well, it's gonna. I have. and you gonna like, I have have you're gonna like that? But I know it's gonna be the best movie ever.
1: I find it interesting how you mentioned Frankenstein earlier, and yet there's yes. a mute sculptor in this called Igor. Like, was that Look, sort of a wink to the audience? Kind yes, of thing? it's.
0: There's pl- there's a. I I said before that Price hasn't uh, mastered his spark of silliness in every bit of horror. But there's a bit of silliness in this movie. And there has to be, because even, even at this point in his career, people knew Price was just... He knew he liked to have fun. And people knew he liked to have fun. Because he was a fun human being. Um... He just happened to become more gleeful in his spooky fun as his career went on. But, there has to be the silliness, and yeah, Igor the the mute sculptor is a perfect sort of daft 50s horror sidekick, parodying a little bit actual Igor, or Fritz as he's known in Universal's Frankenstein. Although it's, although it's then again changed to Igor for Son of Frankenstein. It's all very confusing with the names in the Frankenstein franchise in Universal. Um, mm. Everybody changes all the time. Henry or Victor or what the hell do you call Dr. Frankenstein? Um, he's called but Henry, of some, course, in the movie, but still.
1: Something else you mentioned also is kind of interesting because you, you were, it was Madame Tussauds you went to, yeah? Yes, and it had all these creepy sort of torture-y things.
0: Yes, I mean you couldn't go on like the rack or the the uh, well, no. or the torture instruments.
1: But that's kind of what Jared has. His chamber is. of horrors. Cuz he
0: has his, he has his chamber of horrors with a bunch of torture equipment in there. It is. It is it is kind of the same, but he doesn't have like serial killers in that.
1: Could, could you imagine if that kind of thing happened now? Like... Uh, what? No, like, recent murders getting put on as wax figure things now. Twitter would have a field day.
0: What do you mean, like... Like... Oh, no, no, you couldn't do that. No, they, has to, they have to be these infamous... I, I don't like using the word celebrity serial killers, but you know what I mean. Yeah. Um, There has to be kind of those sort of... Deals and, and this, this, uh, to be honest, if it has shut down, if this particular exhibit in the Madame to Swords London has shut down, then that's probably why. Probably because why are we displaying wax figures of legendary serial killers throughout British history? Um. You know, if, like the guy who I forget the name of, but the guy who like the acid bath guy, mm-hmm. who th- threw a load of bodies in acid and just collected their bones. Like people like that, it was really creepy. I'd um, be down for
1: a museum that does like classic horror movie death scenes in wax figures.
0: Sure, like see, like have each one as a scene. Like, yeah, you could that'd have. Be fun. Mind you, you'd have to throw, at this point, you'd have to throw goddamn Iron Man in there. Yeah. Um, Spoilers for Endgame
1: for everyone who's living under a rock.
0: I mean, truly. I I don't say the words, you have to be living under a rock enough, but truly for that particular instance. Um, Han Solo. Could have Han Solo's death in there. I'm just naming all yeah. the other other deaths. What are other deaths? I have oh, a Dracula I'll... death in there. What's your favourite Dracula death? Mine's mm. Pete Mine's Peter Cushing undoing the curtains onto Christopher Lee and his face just burning. It's much better than uh, than Bella Lugosi's death. Yeah, I, I haven't
1: seen Dracula in such a long time, so I can't really answer that.
0: Well Peter Cushing's all flamboyant and gets the cross and puts puts two puts the cross and then runs over to the curtain and swings the curtain open and Christopher Lee burns up and you see his hand sort of crumble away and it's 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 very nice. And obviously because it's Hammer, it's all red and blood and... Of course it is.
1: But, uh, this, great. this movie also does something that another one of my favourite horror movies did. What well, is that? The, well, you know in Psycho how they kill the supposed lead halfway through the movie? Yes... With this, um it, it kinda made me feel like uh Kathy Gray was gonna be the hero. But she's okay.
0: murdered. Yeah.
1: It, Look, so it, I mean, it reminded me a bit of Psycho.
0: I get that. I get that. And maybe again this is my price bias. Um Price is the main Price is the protagonist of this movie. I should say Jared. I've I've realised that recently. He's um, the
1: protagonist in the same way that like uh Jake Gyllenhaal and Nightcrawler is,
0: yeah, sure. But I've realized I was I was about to say I've realized this recently. I never refer to uh, movie characters by their characters' name. I I I always do just actor's name.
1: So were you watching uh, Endgame like oh there's Tom Holland uh, fighting? No, Josh unless Brolin. it's
0: I fe- yeah I feel like I unless it's something <laughs> like that. Unless it's like a, 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 a real franchise. It's like because we, uh, we just did music and lyrics on Morgan Hasn't Seen, right? Um, so that's Hugh Grant and Drew Barrymore. Now, I'm constantly just referring to them as Hugh and Drew. But Janine's throwing the characters' names out there. And it was all confusing about who was...
1: Oh, no, I get Do, that. Because, like, when I watch John Hughes movies, I'm like, oh, that's Molly Ringwald, that's Anthony exactly. Michael Hall, oh, that's exactly.
0: I don't know what Molly Ringwald's name was in Sixteen Candles, but I know it was Molly Ringwald. Samantha,
1: but, yeah.
0: <laughs> okay, 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 Mr. Fancy, Fancy, Fance, Fance. <laughs> but still, especially, you know, look, in Price movies, I'm like, that's Vincent Price... That is only ever Vincent Price. Well, unless, I have the list of course... the
1: actors' names up just so we can uh, sort of we could do it in your way. Carolyn Jones is murdered.
0: Right, there you go. Um, unless, of course, it is the Haunted Palace, in which case it's Charles Dexter Ward, which yes, is a great and the, name.
1: And the body disappears from the morgue. Ooh. What's happened now? I mean no that that felt like the second act of a Scooby-Doo episode the body has disappeared.
0: I mean look Scooby-Doo goes to plenty of wax museums in in his mystery solving career. There's even uh, the Wax
1: Phantom, which I wonder if that's an inspiration from the this. The Wax Phantom.
0: Fa- I mean it has to, right? You just you just get a guy in a big a big load of wax, the Wax Phantom. Forgot about the Wax Phantom. Uh not the not the best Scooby-Doo monster. A uh, little bit of a bland design for me when it comes to Scooby Doo villains is is the wax, the wax phantom. Good story though. I always like, I always like when wax comes alive. There's yeah. something about wax museums. There is truly something about wax museums that are just that speak to creepiness.
1: They're more they lifelike have, than actual humans, which is creepy. Yeah,
0: it's the uncanny valley and the uncanny valley is the best place to live in because for someone like me with a weird mind um you always want you always want that sense that something's not quite right that's why nobody likes de-aging when it's done badly
1: (laughs) gemini man
0: (laughs) well i haven't seen the will smith gemini man movie but it's why nobody likes de-aging when it's done badly because it's human but when it's not quite there
1: when it looks everybody a just old. goes
0: whoa what has just happened and that's very same that's very similar with wax figures right you can yeah, go into can a wax that. you go into a wax museum look at like i say especially a madam to swords when they're so well made um you go into somewhere like that you see it, You see a wax figure of someone, you think, oh, God, that looks exactly like him. But then you look in the sort of eyes, their eyes look real. But then there's that one thing that's just off. And you go, oh, okay, this is creeping me out. Now I've got to get out, get out, get out, run, 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 run. Into the serial killer torture pit in Madame Tussauds. <laughs> so it's even more creepy wax. I'm so what I'm saying is wax museums are perfect for those who love a bit of creepiness and especially around uh, spooky season which of course it is now go and visit a wax museum or better but yeah better yet go and visit your local knock-off weird wax museum where the figures are not good at all that'll be even weirder and creepier um like those roadside i know we don't have them here really but you know, like the road roadside attractions where it's just like this sort of weird, dark ride or something that's just on on the middle of a street, just in, not in any sort of theme park. Go to them. Make sure you go to them because they're usually the weirdest things that you'd never find anywhere else. And it's always the most interesting.
1: Why go to the transport museum when you could go to a creepy wax museum?
0: Oh, exactly. Exactly. Well, that's what I'm saying. If there were more wax museums that weren't Madame Tussauds, I would go to them.
1: I want to go to because a wax they'd... museum that's like really bad, but like on purpose. Like uh, no,
0: I don't want. I don't want like... ones that are really bad on purpose. I want ones that are trying to be good, are bad, and are therefore more creepy.
1: Like that's someone's trying to do a wax figure of Arnold Schwarzenegger, and it looks like I don't know Hulk Hogan. Danny or Glover. Or like, like it'd have to be really bad if it looked like Tanny Club. That's
0: what I'm. That's what I was saying. That was the joke, but again, (laughs) didn't necessarily uh, work. But I do. I do want to, as we carry on with this glorious episode. um, I do want to go back to the three D stuff. And
1: if you must,
0: again, the best scene. I mean, not the best scene, but like kind of the best scene in the movie, is just the ping-pong paddle guy. Just going, hey, come oh, in here, come friends. in here. Wax museum, wax museum, get your tickets for the wax museums. Bouncing his ping-pong ball to the camera in the camera, absolutely milking the 3D for all it's worth. He's going, here you go, here's your ping-pong ball, right in your face, let it come back onto the string. It's one of those that's attached to the, with that piece of elastic... Oh on the string so it's just whacking against and it's just in and out in and out all the time this guy's he's got two of them as well he's doing it in unison it's really sort kind of satisfying to watch i really enjoy watching it
1: i really but hate it those is pads.
0: why
1: that's like the can cheap you not pre- do them that's, no that's the cheap present that your old relative gets you when they've can't they've forgotten about it
0: look you're only upset because you could never do them
1: that that's true. My hand-eye coordination is kind of bad.
0: When, when I receive such a gift, um, as a, a ping pong, a paddle with an elastic string to whack the ball back and forth, um, I can spend weeks, just doing that. It's like a yo-yo. Are you any good at yo-yos? I'm more I like yo-yos. You. I'm just
1: imagining you like sitting there for a week on end. There has been no showering. You haven't moved. You're just continuously no, 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 bashing no, no. this no. pad. No, I, take, well, it take, I it take it into the shower. I take it into the shower. You take it into the shower.
0: Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, like yo-yos. I must like things that go away and then come back to you. I think that's my thing. So you use yes.
1: boomerangs as well.
0: Boomerangs. I can't do boomerangs, though. Boomerangs are too hard. They're not attached to you. That's the point. The point is they have to be attached like a yo-yo you wrap round your finger with the little loop and you just go
1: whoosh
0: I can't do like too fancy stuff with it but I can just like throw it up and down uh, or like a ping pong paddle with an elastic uh, ball uh, that's just but no but I I love that guy he's the most ela- he's the most sort of uh, extravagant person he's there in the whole of the movie. 3D isn't he He is that's exactly why he's there but I just love his voice I love how he announces the fact that there is a Wax Museum event going on. And I love the fact that he has those things because they serve no other purpose other than to entertain about five people in the movie. And this is a 3D movie. We have to put at least one scene in here where the audience are going to go, Whoa, 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 what's going on? And it's just fun and it's a bit of silliness, and I like it, Nolan.
1: Does 3D horror, is that more common in movies where you want to see the scary thing? Because, like, usually in horror, you the less you see of the scary thing, the more frightening it is, but in this case, is it more, this is horrifying, and we want you to remember every fucking detail.
0: I mean, I'm not sure... I'm, I'm honestly not sure if the actual horror of the movie has anything to do with 3D. I am sure, however, that 3D was just put in there for money purposes. Yeah, it's Um, got to
1: make that dollar.
0: Exactly. I don't think this was a movie that was made in 3D for the horror at all. Because if you actually look at the scenes of horror and the majority of the movie, there's no need for the 3D at all. I mean, obviously, we here don't watch it in 3D now. No. Um, because three D is and useless. It's, and it still looks great. And everything about it's great. It, you know, even, even movies that truly are made for 3D, like Avatar, look fine 2D, look great 2D, right? Um it's they're yes, so in, well. Yeah. But yes, in that case, the 3D does improve the viewing experience. On the other it hand, does.
1: when you have things like Resident Evil 5 in 3D... Sure. Which yeah, is sure. Just converted 3D garbage.
0: Yeah, converted 3D, useless. But this house of wax made in 3D, um, with that particularly milking the 3D scene of the guy with the, with the ping pong paddles, but it's clear the actual filmmakers weren't too bothered about using the 3D. They just whacked that scene in there to please the producer, who was just like, come on, this is a 3D movie. Put something... Ah, oh, okay, we'll have this guy shouting about his wax museum and bashing I his ping-pong panels. that's
1: just somebody they probably grabbed off the street, like, hey, want to be in a horror movie?
0: Probably. He's probably just a rant... He's probably he, he's quite possibly a circus performer who, is, who has just been grabbed off the street, Exactly.
1: Not just a guy who was on his way to get groceries and walked past one no. brother's pictures on his way back from home. He goes home, honey, guess what I did today?
0: Nolan, movies don't work like that.
1: They do when sadly, i'm making them.
0: Sadly, <laughs> sadly, sadly, I'd like them to. I'd like them to. Uh, as we uh, begin to come to a little bit of a or begin to start the wrap-up. Of well, this I can finally episode. bring up the thematic uh, stuff I love. Yes, please, which I always do. please do.
1: To me, the I already mentioned this is the story of the tragic artist, but this is somebody who's really obsessed with the idea of how art looks, so much so that he wants himself to look like an art piece. And I find that kind of interesting. It kind of speaks to his arrogance as well as his artistic integrity, because. Let's be honest, I'm an artist myself. You're an artist somewhat. Artists yeah, can no. be full of themselves.
0: I I would like to... Please carry on with your... uh, Please carry on with your explanation. I would like to go back to that previous statement afterwards.
1: <laughs> yeah, but uh, it it, can, it just showed me that uh, people... Their art is their passion, and their art's their life. They'll do anything to keep it, and when it's destroyed, like it's heartbreaking. Like, uh, if this was in the fifties, right, and I had written a manuscript of Moonflower, it was the only one in existence, and then some dick sets it on fire. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm gonna become fucking Moonflower Jones myself. That would drive yeah. you crazy. Yeah. So I, I like those kind of protagonists where uh, you see like the pain of the artist. I mean, that's in things like Whiplash as well. Uh, you see how far yeah. they go to f- to get their goal, and it's. It's almost like a car crash. You want to look away and tell them to stop doing it, but you can't help but look. Like, you you can't help but look at Miles Teller punching that drum set. You can't help but look at Vincent Price's waxy face.
0: Vincent Price's waxy face. Um, You bring up arrogance. That's where the pristine facial hair comes from. Oh, yeah. He wants to make himself look perfect, which... um, Price to be fair, Vincent Price is very good at playing arrogant people. He's he very good at it. For being such a, a sweetheart of a gentleman, he's exceptionally good at playing very, very self-centered people, who narcissistic people and like, like you said, arrogant people. Um, and he does it really well in this. But I like that. I like that. And to bring it back around to, to the topic of today, you even say Joker. Because Joker tries his hardest as a comedian. Yep. But Does it work? No. had
1: other plans.
0: Everyone had other plans and beat him down and punched him in the face and he starts that laughing business. You know, I haven't even still seen Joker.
1: Uh, well, uh, just as well because I was just going to mention something that's in the dancing scene. I don't want no, that don't, to be ruined for you.
0: No, don't do that. I'll I'll see it at some point. I I don't know. I I don't go to the to the motion picture house. Is that what it's called? The
1: the motion picture house is Jesus yeah. Christ.
0: I think that's what it's. You no, know, I I I watch the uh, I watch the pictures in the comfort of my own home. The old pictures. I like uh, to call them pictures.
1: <laughs> pictures.
0: Pictures. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. No, I don't know why. I don't know why I haven't gone and seen it though. But I, uh, I haven't. But I probably will. Do you know what it is? And this is the same thing that I always do. There's way too much talk about it, so I don't want to see it. No, I that's get the thing. That. I, I only like. La- because, because of me, in my need to be different than everybody else, I only like seeing the things that nobody else has seen.
1: Well, nobody's going to be seeing Gemini Man, so you can go see that.
0: That's not true, though, because everybody's talking about Gemini Man as well, and Will Smith fighting younger Will Smith and it being a little bit weird.
1: Yeah, uh, I, I get what you mean, though. But, uh, you know, even to go back to the artist thing, his fate kind of goes into that as well. Yeah. Like his fate, he literally becomes a wax statue.
0: He does. He does. And uh, and people
1: will always now del- remember him kind of not as handsome Vincent Price, but as the scarred murderer.
0: His delicious irony there, Nolan, and that's the... That's the, that's the sort of main point of this movie, really. Um, it's not about what you that.
1: create, it's what you do kind of thing.
0: Exactly. It's a, it's a little bit of that tortured artist. It's a, It's got that irony in there. And it's how far will you go for your creations. That's the point of House of Wax. Only um, this
1: character would want to be... I, I have a feeling maybe he intended to jump in there because he doesn't want to go down. He wants... He wants to turn himself into an art piece. Like that's his no, end he, game.
0: Yeah, he wants revenge and he wants to make everybody aware. That that's why he sort of you know that's why that's why he he, he lets himself be unmasked really. Cuz it's like, yeah. "Yes, it's me. What are you going to do about it?" Cuz he wants that. He wants that recognition.
1: Yes, but they all wear masks. But which one's real? The one that hides your face, or the one that is your face?
0: Oh, god! Uh the real mask is that. That actually reminds. Why is that reminding me of that again? It's probably the Joker talk that's reminding me of that. uh is it? Is it? Is it? Batman Begins. Quote of uh, it's not who I am underneath, but what it's I do that defines me. me. It's, I don't know it's why quite, it's reminding me of that. Of,
1: it's kind of the same message.
0: It's not who I am. Yeah, it kind of is. That's probably why. I don't know why I've got that in my head, though, now. It's probably all the goddamn Joker talk. Joker's not even in Batman Begins. What am I talking about? Uh, wow. I've gone insane. Uh, bringing it back to uh, the statement. Don't think I haven't forgot about this. Um, you called me an artist. I would like an explanation.
1: You make something you're passionate about that makes you an artist.
0: I... This does not require talent.
1: Yeah. Honestly, I view an artist as anybody who creates a form of art. And art is something that makes you feel something.
0: Okay, then.
1: Oh, well, that's very nice. I've I've been away for three months. You can have a bit of pretentious (laughs) Nolan now.
0: Yes, well, that... Yes. I mean, some would say it has been missed others would say please go away. But who are we to more, more judge people. people's opinions? If you put up a anything? poll, I
1: reckon most of it would be go away. We liked it when we were gone.
0: N- I'm not putting up a poll. Um polls have been nothing but evil to me in the past. Thank you, Janine, again for those polls.
1: <laughs> I can't um, wait till it gets you to watch something that like you full on despise and like don't want to see. Like I wanna see like Morgan hasn't seen minions or some shit like
0: that. Oh god. Look, I think the good the good thing if I may be but it may maybe may so bold as to say this, the good thing about me and the way I watch movies is that I always I always focus on what I like about those movies before anything else. Always focus on what I like about them, which usually means I come out of it only wanting to talk about the things that I like about, so I only do talk about the things I like about, so therefore people not only think I like the movie, but I come across like I like the movie, and I probably did like the movie.
1: And and I think that's
0: a good way to be.
1: And since we spent an hour on this, it's clear that you liked this movie.
0: I love this movie, Nolan. You, um, you
1: love it. Do you have it on physical media? Of course media? I do. Course. I do
0: have it on physical media, which is a fantastic way of putting it. That is that is how I'm using everything now. Do you own it on physical media? Because uh, then you, you, it can be anything.
1: You don't have it on whatever streaming services people are talking about this week. No, I don't. I don't think it is, is, it is on. Disney, is th- it on Disney Plus?
0: Certainly not. It is not a Disney property. <laughs> Although potentially will be soon, because you know <laughs> we're buying everything
1: oh no Um, i'm just imagining a wax figure of mickey mouse and it's terrifying
0: a wax figure of mickey mouse definitely exists somewhere yeah it's definitely terrifying we well you don't like mickey mouse for one as we found out on your your last episode you're apparently terrified of mickey mouse which doesn't make sense are you terrified more of mickey mouse or or uh henry jared uh, I'll take my chances movie. with
1: Henry Jarrett. We can just <laughs> talk about art.
0: I mean, you could. You could you could have a nice conversation with him about passion and uh, a love of one's creations.
1: Shall we add some little trivia to this as well?
0: If you would like to, Considering if you what's have coming some trivia. Out this
1: month, uh, okay. Carolyn Jones, who plays Kathy Gray, went on to yes. be Morticia Adams in The Adams Family. And The Addams Family is coming out as an animated movie this month.
0: Which I don't understand. Why can't we just have a live-action one?
1: Because they've done that before.
0: Yeah, they've done that before, but Oscar Isaac's playing Gomez. Why isn't Oscar Isaac...
1: Which is kind of awesome, not going to lie.
0: Why isn't Oscar Isaac playing a live-action Gomez? That's my problem.
1: Don't don't give me this animated movies are only for kids thing.
0: No, I'm not giving you that. I'm just saying (laughs) you're wasting Oscar Isaac's face as Gomez Adams by not having a live-action Adams family.
1: Not going to lie, I'd be more excited for that movie if it was like Henry Selick or Tim Burton doing it, but I'm I'm afraid it's going to be like Hotel Transylvania.
0: It is. It's going to be exactly like that. It's not going to be very good. I will happily just go and watch um well I might go and watch the, the, the original Adams Family, the old the old uh, ones with old of course in the
1: or in the old T V series?
0: Yes. Good. Or um or the, the ones that everybody watches. The ones from the early nineties. With Raul Julia and but, but yeah, Angelica uh, Houston.
1: Kathy was made as a wax sculpture in this movie. She then went on to be Morticia Adams.
0: That's a nice bit of trivia. I like it.
1: I like. Who the has trivia. the uh, same speaking pattern as a wax <laughs> statue?
0: <laughs> That's not very nice. What's Morticia no, it's, Adams? No it's, no, it's
1: a good thing. I love how deadpan Morticia Adams is. Morticia
0: I, Adams is. I mean, deadpan. Mm, yes, I suppose Morticia Adams has got a lot of love to her. Morticia and Gomez Adams truly are the most loving couple in media. You do realise that, don't you?
1: You would say that, though.
0: There, There's there's nobody that can compare to the love shown between Morticia and Gomez Adams. Hmm. Nobody. No one.
1: I'm just thinking of like good film yeah, and celebrity you couples now.
0: And you can't, no one, that's why. Because Morticia and Gomez Adams are the peak... They are the pinnacle.
1: I could say one, but it'll annoy you. Please do. Shailene Woodley and Ansel Elgort in *The Fault in Our Stars*. They have good. Don't care.
0: Time. Never seen it.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I don't. Actually, I'm gonna. I'm gonna speak to Janine and make sure that that's on a Morgan hasn't seen. Uh, I'm afraid. Just so you Janine, can feel as depressed as I am.
0: I'm afraid Janine gets final say on what's on uh, Morgan hasn't seen. I will. Seen, s- and- I will
1: slip Janine a nice fifty-dollar Patreon thing.
0: I when it also, can afford. I mean, that. she'll be very appreciative of that. I'll also, um, I also know for a fact that Janine doesn't like to depress me. So you'll have to, you'll have to deal with that. She won't like that. I mean, I am speaking for her and I shouldn't be doing that. So, um, I don't so, know.
1: So house of wax, right?
0: <laughs> house of wax, Nolan. Let's wrap up this episode of it's a wonderful podcast. Uh, We have been talking about House of Wax 1953, starring Vincent Price and Morticia Adams. Yay! Mm -hmm. And a lot of wax figures that are quite creepy. Nolan, do you have anything else to say about this glorious early Price horror movie?
1: I think it's an incredible movie. Great atmosphere. I love the gothic horror in it. The Nice Little Mystery, Vincent Price's performance. And I want to ask you, if you mm-hmm. could own a wax figure of any celebrity, who would it Ooh. be and why?
0: Ooh, any celebrity. Now, define celebrity.
1: Person who is famous, who has a Wikipedia page.
0: That's a lot of people. I might have a Wikipedia page somewhere. I'm
1: going to start your Wikipedia page.
0: Please don't. Um, If I could have a wax figure of any celebrity a wax it, it figure it could
1: be, it could be them as a character
0: no no I'll, I'll i'll go i'll go i'll go a real actual person a wax figure of any celebrity who would i want looking over me um to be fair if i'm going for that and i, and I want somebody who looks over me at all times during the day albus dumbledore
1: Michael Gambon or Richard Harris Dumbledore?
0: I mean, we'll go with Gambon. Just because I think his clothes are nicer.
1: Fair enough. They, they don't look like uh, your mum's curtains.
0: No, um, and they, are, they are also a shade of purple, mainly. Which is a reason. Yes. I think Albus Dumbledore's a fantastic person to look over you at all times of the day. Yeah. What... Who would yours be?
1: Hm. Apart sick. from
0: apart from Ephron.
1: Well, apart from Ephron, yeah. Um No, I don't want to say that in case I meet him and he thinks it's weird. Right, well uh, now you have to You know what? I'm going to say James Dean.
0: James Dean. Yeah. You will I'm not there's like... no there's no risk of you meeting James Dean, I'm afraid.
1: Yeah, I know. I changed my answer last minute.
0: And the your real answer was
1: it, w- it was Tom Holland.
0: Well, yes, of course. That would have been most clear to most people. Um, would, it, would it be Tom Holland as Peter Parker or Tom Holland as Tom Holland where he wears those, like, turtlenecks?
1: I mean, the turtleneck photos were pretty hot, I'm not going to lie.
0: I do like a turtleneck. I enjoy wearing turtlenecks. It's very comfortable. The, um, that,
1: that photo shoot, those photos came out, that was, like, the best day of my summer.
0: Look, <laughs> um that's an interesting thought no, um, uh, one let's, of the things let's I'm leave it there on, let's okay.
1: one, one of the things i'm working on has tom holland as like a really dicky social media star and those pictures uh, just made me imagine what the character was like
0: fair enough fair enough i uh that's a much better that's a much better reasoning than what I was first imagining. Oh you dirty bastard. <laughs> Look, it's not my fault. You keep going on about him all the time. Um Not
1: all the time.
0: All when, the time.
1: Only when the next Spider Man movie comes out.
0: Which is only two years off. Yeah. So that's good. Good Graven news. We, we've had good news. Since uh, since the last episode we uh, have. On, on, on the Spider-Man front, which is, is always positive. But you know what else is positive? It's everyone's feelings and thoughts towards 1953's House of Wax. Because it's a great movie. Even it's though I, movie. for one, believe that Price hasn't fully mastered his horror capabilities yet. It is still an excellent movie. Everybody should watch it. It's a, a staple of horror history and anybody, yeah, not just horror fans, anybody should be watching House of Wax. It is great. This has been episode 77 of It's a Wonderful Podcast. Nolan, what have you got going on? Where can everybody find you at?
1: Keep keep in mind with the spooky season, uh, I've been playing some video games this month, Uh, some spooky video games that I think everyone should check out. Uh, if you have a PS4 or an Xbox One, check out uh, the Man of Medan. It's sort of an interactive mm. uh, drama game where your horror thing. You go out at sea. You get lost at sea looking for treasure. I think there's ghosts in it.
0: Oh, ghosts! I always I, it, like ghosts. If you look
1: at the trailer, it looks like the fog meets like I don't know what's that movie where people get lost at sea and there's sharks.
0: Jaws.
1: Not Jaws. Something else.
0: 47 meters down.
1: Let's go with that. It's 47 meters down meets the fog as an interactive video game. So even you who doesn't play video games might even like it cuz every so often you just have to hit a button and your choices determine what's going to happen to the story and who which characters die.
0: I'll probably just watch the fog again though.
1: True. Uh, <laughs> it's it's from the from the same people who did it Until Dawn, which is really a really fun
0: game. Uh, okay, I guess that's no I swear to God, if
1: you watch a let's play of a game where you're supposed to make your own choices, I will stab you in the night.
0: No, no. Like I said, I'm just probably just gonna watch the Fog again. The Fog, I find, is a great Halloween movie because it's a little bit silly.
1: I saw that in the cinema last Halloween. In the cinema. Yeah.
0: The cinema, the movies, the motion picture house.
1: Yeah, because I have that Audien Limitless card.
0: Uh, that's true. It's a good card. Um, if you want to drop two hundred
1: of... quid, you can watch free movies for a year.
0: It's a good card, of course. If you if you actually like going to the motion picture house, which these days I do not. So, so that. Uh,
1: I reckon the only thing you're going to be seeing this year is maybe Doctor Sleep and Rise of Skywalker.
0: Mm, yeah, I think so.
1: And of course, uh, Frozen Two
0: now now <laughs> definitely doctor sleep though um not only because it is that it is the the shining sequel but it's also mike flanagan who is whose name i was trying to think of before because he is a master of modern horror
1: and also black mask
0: and also also black mask is in that movie Which yes you'll obi-wan Wan kenobi of week. course which the only be... piece of
1: news I have to talk about this week is that Birds of Prey trailer. Which looks alright.
0: Um, Did I? Yes, I did see it. Yeah, I guess it's fine. Um, I'm worried the... it's going
1: to turn out like Suicide Squad again.
0: I don't think it will. I think they've learned the lesson from that. We should have faith, Nolan. We have been dealt a good hand from uh, DC movies of late. And, and we uh, also should have good that, faith. I also
1: did something that you do each wednesday i think
0: which is not having seen a movie and speaking about a movie that i haven't seen
1: no it's uh well you go to the comic book store more often than i do right You should i Wednesday's new comic book day
0: i actually i do know that but i i haven't actually uh purchased a comic book in a fair while
1: well uh, um do, i sort of
0: finished like... all i sort of finished all the things that i was reading and then just didn't start anything i mean it's a lot of it's 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 kind of a it's a it's an expense it is. is collecting comic books uh
1: do do you like dr doom
0: dr doom
1: yeah the character dr doom
0: well, i thought you said dr who then i'm sorry um dr doom uh i, I, I I mean, I'm not so into Fantastic Four.
1: I understand um, why, since no one's killing each other in it.
0: No, no one no one kills each other in Fantastic Four. Um, and no, also... Just, just the I trust don't... of
1: the fans, they kill.
0: No. no. I, why, why? What's happened with Doctor Doom?
1: Doctor Doom now has his own comic series. Which is pretty okay. fucking awesome.
0: Well, that's good. Um so is that is that a, is that another recommendation that you're giving that is the people? That's a
1: recommendation. Also uh JJ Abrams son's take on Spider-Man. That's a weird sentence. I can't believe I said that. Ugh. I
0: like I like how you're getting into going uh I like how you're getting into to, to the comic books more often or more. Um, to be honest,
1: I need something to do besides sit in my flat and be depressed. So going to the comic book store gives
0: me purpose. That is a good thing please keep going to give yourself purpose um and of course keep going to the motion picture house as well to give of yourself course, purpose
1: um i'm still playing dungeons and dragons we are planning to do a house on haunted hill inspired campaign i mean soon. it's
0: absolutely perfect yes if i knew even the first thing about dungeons and dragons i want to get in on it but i I, I hear that Dungeons and Dragons—it's kind of all in your head.
1: Yeah, it's imagination completely.
0: I don't have an imagination as such. I have more of a analysis mind. Yes. I have more of a um, observational mind. I, I Not see. Not really a imaginative uh, mind. If it was in front of me, if I could look at it. I'm i have, I'm a visual person. If I could look at Dungeons and Dragons, if I could look at a dungeon, dungeon, and then there'd just be a dragon in it.
1: Well, you get a map How'd... and you get like minifigures, statues. So it's it's not just. Oh, that's good
0: manage. enough. That's good enough. I can do that. Um, there you go. I guess Wait. there we go, Nolan. Um, like I said, this has been episode seventy-seven. Of it. it's a wonderful podcast we've been talking 1953's house of wax you can find the show predominantly on anchor where you can also leave us a nice voice uh message we had a lovely voice message on this show the main show last week from billy polahan who's very excited you're back on the show
1: is he oh, that, that's he very is. nice of him um he's yeah, very I mean, ex- we, we we know me and billy are really good friends
0: he uh he's very excited about that billy is a wonderful human being and we thank him for his consistent support of everything that we do here on the whole it's a wonderful podcast feed um which of course does include two other shows aside from this show the main show we have morgan hasn't seen every wednesday with me and Janine, where she forces me to watch movies that I haven't seen, probably 85% of them at least have been from the late 90s or the early 2000s, um, that is pretty accurate, I think, um, there's a definite gap there in my movie watching life, so that is uh, every Wednesdays, Morgan hasn't seen, and every Monday is Janine on her own for 20 minutes, uh talking uh with her machine mondays talking all things schmodown related in her Schmodown machiney machiniac uh factory world that that she has going on in 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 the Schmodown situations for those people who are into the Schmodown. um but yes find us on anchor apple podcast spotify stitcher Castbox, Overcast, and the rest of them Google Podcasts exist as well. Uh, there's a bunch of those that Anchor spreads us out to, and uh, you can go and uh, and find us on uh, on all of those. Find the show on Twitter at It's a Wonderful One, me on Twitter at The Purple Dawn with a three instead of the e in the because three is the magic number. Nolan, where are you on Twitter?
1: Uh, Nolan Dean two seven the two seven because I was born on the twenty seventh of March.
0: I like how you find a reason that's actually a better reason than mine, even though mine's f- more fun.
1: Twenty seven isn't the magic number though; it's the sad number. It's no three
0: is number. the mag three is the magic number. Have you never heard the song Nolan?
1: Is it is it a Taylor Swift song?
0: No, it's not a Taylor Swift song. Honest to goodness. <laughs> Let. Uh, let's leave it there before you say anything else more silly um
1: oh i haven't un- seen us out yet
0: no you haven't seen us out yet um until uh next time guys nolan will be back on in two weeks time as we do on the main show here we have janine on uh next week it's not going to be the end you see of vincent price in this spooky season on the main show by the way um which you know i am very excited For that and I am particularly excited for next week's episode. You will find out exactly why very, very soon. But until then, bye from me, Nolan. See us out.
1: Hey, uh, Morgan uh, how do you make holy water?
0: Uh, you, um you, you throw it on the devil and if he burns, then it's holy water.
1: No, you boil
0: the hell out of it. (laughs) Yeah, <laughs> that's a good joke, I like that. Bye.